Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. Guys, it's LaMob. And guess who is here in the studio with me? It is Maureen O'Connor. Hi, Maureen. Hello. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. It's been a really, really long time. Yeah. It's been so long that you haven't been in our new studio yet. No, it's beautiful. Thank you. And when we were getting ready to record and we were doing our mic check, you said the nicest thing about the new studio. It looks like a beautifully made bed in here. Oh, I love it. It does. They have these beautiful neutral tapestries on the walls for sound absorption just to give you a little idea of this. Dear listener, it's really lovely. Thank you. Yeah, we really, we really, really love it here. I'm so excited to have you back. It's been a long time since you've been here. Yeah. This is like so perfect to have you back for this particular episode because Mm -hmm. it really harkens back to our history together on this show as you as a guest on this show. Um, Because actually, you were the very first LaMob clean cast guest to ever join me to do a podcast episode about LaMob. Yeah. So in March of 2016, I was still at a, my old original podcast network. So long ago. Uh, Maureen was my guest to kick off uh, the Let's All Make Our Beds March Challenge in March 2016. And um, to prep for today's episode, I actually went back and listened to it. And uh-huh. it was so charming. It was, I, I'll, I mean... <laughs> It all stands up. Like all of the stuff that we talked about, I think all is very much true. We talked about, um, you know, my, my seven reasons to make a bed. We mm-hmm. talked about, um, that, that dust mite article from the BBC that <laughs> <laughs> is bringing back memories for yeah. you. Um, we that t- article comes up like oh. all regularly and yeah, all my feelings are all the same as they always were. Yes. Then my feelings on. are the same. And actually this year, um, as part of a mob, I'm not, I'm not touching that one. No. Cause like I've done it. I've screamed about it. Blah, 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 blah. It's an old chestnut. It, it is an old say. chestnut. <laughs> is that like, does red wine, is it good for you or bad for you? And you're like, shut up. Just let's just move yeah. on. Do you yeah. like it or do you not like exactly. it? Exactly. It's the real question. Exactly. Um, so we, we talked about that and then we, we went through, um, a whole bunch of bedding nomenclature and yeah. I went through my notes. I went through every clean cast notebook that I have I still keep all of them oh wow um it's actually very handy to have um and I couldn't find the notes and then it actually turned out I had a google doc so I have all of that stuff in in case we need a refresher on any of our betting terms it actually came up um in the the LaMob kickoff episode my guest Megan Collins was like what's a coverlet like I like threw out Mm -hmm. coverlet just like oh yeah of course everyone knows coverlet she's like what's a coverlet the thing is I'm a real slob and you know I'm pretty like laissez-faire with beds, but I do think I actually know the terminology, and I am aware of what I ought to be doing with my bed. I just don't always do it. Well, 
here's here's the thing actually what happened in 2016 was mm-hmm. the first time you ever came on the show which was yeah. before the Lamob episode i said something about a pillow sham and you're like i don't know what a pillow sham is and so that was why we did oh yeah the definitions and i think you know the definitions now because now we i did do know it maybe show. that's why yes, i think that's the reason <laughs> um anyway you guys i mentioned that because uh it really is a charming little episode and if you would like to listen to it it's episode number 34 uh to to put us in our in this place in time um i think today's episode is 159 it's wow. been a long time it's been a really long time um and um so so i say that i also um i have kind of another funny um f- fave of the clean cast update to give you guys um that, that i think is going to make you laugh that um, was literally texted to me by david cho lovely beloved friend of the clean guest today um and he, and he gave me permission to share it before we get into it though i want to remind you guys that i offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers if you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to chip chat slash tinder talk we have some pro <laughs> <laughs> tinder talk updates for today maureen already knows about that <laughs> i'm she, ready she's like yelling at me on text today um by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askaclean to help support my show. It really, really, really helps me, you guys. Uh, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta level and say that, like, the podcasting business is really a super grind now. And I know you guys love the show and you're dedicated to it. And, and I love this show and I'm dedicated to it. But... I need to um, I need to really have you guys like telling your friends about it. I need to have you promoting it on Twitter and Facebook. I need to have you subscribing for Patreon um, in order for me to continue to justify the existence of this show. So, yeah, I I, I hate I hate seeing that. I hate seeing that. But like podcasting is a grind. I, I, I work harder on this show than I do on any of the other work projects that I have. And I spend much more time for much less money. So um, helping to support my show, it's $2 a month. You get, you get the main show for free. Um, really, really helps me. So uh, also like you guys, the Tinder talk has been insane. It's going to be hilarious. Like <laughs> you should, you should be listening to it. You want to hear it. Um, all right. Let me tell you guys about this text I got from David Cho today before we get into what is like a really insane LaMob question. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, so Cho texted me today and just like out of the blue and um, he, he just goes, LOL, I don't make my bed. And I was like, just like tap back, thumb down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, I was like, I was like, Cho, you should start. He goes, I sleep very neatly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. And it was so funny to me. Um, and I... <laughs> I was just I like die. We've been laughing about it all day. I was like, that is such like peak Cho. I love it. And he continued on. He goes, I like reorganize my sheets while I'm sleeping. <laughs> and some girl was like, um, I knew you were a lot when you kept organizing the sheets while we were asleep. <laughs> I appreciate that. I like somebody else who can organize the sheets for me. Like when you're lying there and somebody floofs and puts it all out you know so it's correct on top of you and you're like ah nice right so you should be dating me because in the last episode I (laughs) admitted the most embarrassing thing like I've admitted so many embarrassing things about me on this show and um and usually I do so with like such glee because usually the embarrassing things are like like you know the story that I've told 10,000 times about throwing up on my own feet (laughs) Uh, which like that's that's funny to me right yeah um 
But like I admitted something about like how actually tenderhearted I am and I'm still so embarrassed by it. And here's what it is that when I'm when I'm in like a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. um, I I turn down the bed every night Aww. and I like t- especially turn down their side of the bed and like arrange the pillows for them. You the mentioned way they... this to me once and I like it. <laughs> you do a little mint. <laughs> no, no, everyone keeps asking that. <laughs> like not on the regular because that's a little bit much. But um, but on special occasions, um. I put out there are these little candies called bocce that bocce means kiss in Italian. Uh, And I put a little bocce on the pillow. Yeah, I know. It's I'm disgusting. You guys, I I should never be in a relationship again. It's gross. Why do they say mints? Because now that I think about it, I've seen like candies, but I don't think I've ever actually literally seen a mint on a bed. I think what it is is those mint chocolates. It's like an Andy's candy is like kind of the. Okay, no, that makes more sense because I was being like, what to like freshen your mouth before bed? Didn't you brush your teeth? Right. Well, that's the other (laughs) thing. Like putting a piece of chocolate is weird because like, yeah, didn't you just brush your teeth? Yeah. Like. I don't know. Maybe anyway, it's like the pre go to bed lounging phase. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, I also have uh, I have I have a great um Lamab testimonial that I got this year that that's Ooh. so funny to me on on several levels, um, that I'm gonna read really quickly. Um, it's from Tori. She writes uh, subject line: Lamab may be saving me a ton of money. Ooh. Sup, Joel's? Uh, I love it when you guys call me Joel's. By the way, it just, like tickles me to no end. Because uh, that's what all my friends call me. That's, that's real. Uh, so she writes, in honor of the start of Lamab, I wanted to give you a little testimonial. I have a robot vacuum named Lil Sebastian, which sidebar for me, I am, um, I pitched a story about, um, don't steal this idea, you guys, my story. Uh, literally no one else could or wants to write this story. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Um, about... Um, the names that we give our robot vacuums and also the character traits that we ascribe to them. Oh. Yeah. So there's a real like anthropomorphizing process. And it has to do with the way they look, I yeah. think, a lot of the time. Yeah. Because some look friendlier than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's evil. Mine's <laughs> named mine's named Christine after the Stephen King Oh. The car. Yeah. Should I get a robot vacuum? I don't have one currently. I don't like mm, I don't like having robots in my life. No, I don't mm, no. I don't think so. I don't think you need it. No, not in your not also not the way your apartment structured. Yeah, anyway, right. This is, yeah, this is like this is deep dive into into me and Maureen stuff. But anyways, okay, um, wait. So her robot, okay. Sebastian. <clears throat> okay, so she has this robot vacuum named Lil Sebastian, L I L. You guys, Lil Love. Sebastian, love it. That I have a complex relationship with. He's great because I hate vacuuming and he loves it, but he also loves to eat my phone chargers. And oh. I've gone through about a dozen in the last few years because they get all chewed up. Since starting Lamob, I've been tucking my phone charger end into my bed when I make it, and voila! No more wrenching my precious charger from Lil Sebastian's jaws every night. That's money in the bank. Amazing! That is so. I I like. I love it because now you know I've I've had this like long running list of like the reasons to make the bed right, and I kind of I add to it every year when people like give me new ones. Now I have a new one. I love it. I'm so excited. I think that they're. um, In fact, every when I got my current bed realizing and coming up with a way to store like phone stuff in or around your bed or your kind of like mm-hmm. bedside table mm-hmm. stuff set up because usually your phone is not that far away from your bed yeah um really is a game changer yeah like thinking about that when I got the bed like it was a coincidence that there happened to be like a convenient place to like put a wire through it where it isn't like literally in my face but it's kind of convenient in case I need to like grab my phone and call 911 or whatever right horrible fantasies I have um <laughs> Yeah, game changer. Think about that when you when you buy your beds, people. Yeah. Um. Here's what I do. Here's my solution to it. It's pretty huh. good, actually. Um. I have those. Um. 
those it's I know it's 3M, but I forget what the actual like brand name is or like product name is. I have those 3M um, plastic hooks that have yeah. the, the pull off seal thing, mm-hmm. pull off stick. I know exactly what you mean. You know, and then you kind of slide the hook on. Yep. So I've got that stuck to the side of my bedside Wise. table. So it's in between my bed and the bedside table. So I can just hang all of my chargers, right cords right off it. And then they're right there for me to Wise. grab. Yeah. It's very, it's very, very good. Um, and also really does help when I turn Christine, the evil Roomba on, because I actually can pick up the, mm. um, the whole like cord yeah. thing and like hang it off of there while he's doing his, it's, it's a boy named Christine, by the way. Oh, good um, for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 2019. Uh, <laughs> we're progressive. Um, so yeah, it's very convenient. Yeah. That's my little tip, but that's actually a good, that would be a good thing to write. I should write that for the inventory for five neat things. Five, five smart ways to manage oh. your chargers around your bed. Yeah. That's really smart. I'm going to make a note of that right now. I got to say the other thing with my bed that I just like never shut up about is that I got a bed like it's a queen size bed that has full um, drawers underneath it and the drawers are as big as the bed. And in New York, that's like having a second closet. That is like a second closet. The entire space and it's like like two feet tall, you know, like Oh, so they're fully, deep. It's, they're, they're deep and it's the entire size of the bed. And I was like, holy shit, this changed everything. That is so smart. That is so smart. So anyways, that, yeah, that is... Everything about it has changed my life. I actually am due up for a new bed. Consider. consider I'm going to actually that. really consider it. I'm I'll, gonna... sh- I'll show you the one that I got. Okay, perfect. I love it. Um, all right, Maureen. We yes. have we have a journey yes. to go on together. Yes. Um, I mean, we've been on so many journeys. It's true. Through all these years. Um, you guys, I have. we're, we're only going to do one question today. Uh, mostly as a jumping off point to talk about like different ways to make the bed and because people ask me all the time they're like do you do it this way or do you do it that way or is this the right and there is no right way the right way is the way that's right for you even if that means not making the bed yeah that's okay I mean I don't know I like I I I feel like a broken record saying this except like you guys keep asking so I got to keep saying it like if making the bed just does nothing for you don't make the bed it does nothing for Maureen and so she doesn't so she doesn't really make the bed. Yeah. And I don't and I'm and I don't and I don't care. I, I love Maureen and I'm not mad. I'm I you know, I want Maureen to do Maureen. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. I think it depends a lot on the nature of your bedding and the way you sleep. Yes. I really think that. I think that that's very true. Because like that's which goes back to the thing that Cho was saying. Yeah. Like, he don't really need to make his bed because he's making it while he's snoozing away. Yeah. Like, well, some people do the thing where they like like sort of shimmy in while it's still tucked and it never becomes untucked. Yeah. And like those people are living a totally different sleep life than I am. Absolutely. And actually I have to say when I'm, when I'm in LA, so my bed in LA, Matt requires mm-hmm. a tight tuck. Yeah. And I, as, as people know, we're going to talk about this today too. Like I, I do not like a tight tuck. I need, I don't use a top sheet because yeah. my feet need to rove in the night yeah. uh, and be able to escape. Um, but my bed in LA is a tight tuck because it's, you know, it's Matt's home and, you know, it's my, it's my bed in LA, but it's Matt's home. So yeah. like I abide by his wishes. And, um, yeah, when I get out of bed in the morning, I can literally just like, like straighten the bottom sheet, <laughs> like retuck it a little bit, pull the covers back, like retuck those. And like the bed is made because yeah. I'm just like a corpse in there. You're swaddled. I am swaddled. And I like, and I sleep really well there. I yeah. mean, I don't want, I don't it's want a different that, nature of sleep in different yeah. beds. I don't want that all the time for myself, but I do enjoy it. And like, you know, the thing is like my feet need to rove, but also I'm short. 
So it's different for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're a tall person, like I've had tall people on the show before talking about like the tight tuck and like it basically like they're like, I broke a toe, like <laughs> <laughs> trying to like kick a sheet out, you know, like, <laughs> and like we don't want broken limbs. So, but yeah. Okay. So we've got this question. I'm going to have Maureen read it. You guys just, just settle in, like pour, pour a glass of wine, crack a beer, make a cup of tea. You're going to be, we're, we're all going to be in this for the long haul. Yeah. It's complex. It's complex. It's a complex bed. Yeah. All right. Ruth writes, hi, Jolie. Hi, Ruth. I, I have a Barbara Berry Silk King bedspread slash coverlet. I have been leaving the coverlet on, so if guests come, it's there. I also have six European square pillows, three silk berry pillows against the headboard, and three which have silk shams but have acetate satin underneath for sleeping. Other decorative boudoir pillows, too, I sometimes use, like a bed in the Bloomingdale's loaded with throws. <laughs> that is a really good picture. I think I understand her. Yes. Her, I understand her, um, her visual bedding style. Right, you understand the aesthetic that she's got going on, and, and now also, we get to her sleep style. Right. Also, that link that I sent you today, I looked at it. What? That's the bedding. Okay, that's the branded bedding because I wanted to give you the more. I went of over all of it. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, it's they're, they're so kind prepared. of like taupe, silk, kind of neutrally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very it's sweet, be- sweet in its demeanor as, yeah. as, as spreads. Yeah, very beautiful stuff. And like, yes, but very, very like bedding display at Bloomingdale's. Yes. Yeah. For practicality, I've been sleeping on top of the covers, which means a cotton blanket and quilted waterproof pad and under a quilt I put away during the daytime. Why on top of my bed, writes Ruth. Because my husband picked out a 22-inch pillow top, which is not only very high, but so heavy, making the bed is a horror. I have a couple questions. I mean, I have a couple questions, but this is Ruth saying this. I have a couple questions. Am I ruining the silk coverlet by lying on it even with a blanket? I thought when guests come, I could whip off the blanket and there's a silk bedspread. Oh, Ruth. I have a down blanket in a duvet. And top and bottom sheet, which is folded at foot of bed, but under the silk coverlet. I also have a silk quilt, which I think should have a duvet cover, so I'm afraid to use it. I have a heavier down quilt I'm not using. I always put a duvet on it. So I think we're up to three blankets now. Yes. Yes. Including the coverlet. All this complication comes from, one, the fact that I love the 22-inch mattress, but to avoid the struggle of tucking in and lifting, I decided... Don't sleep in the bed, but on top. Two, presently we are in a large alcove studio and king bed can't fit in alcove, so it is there against a wall. Parenthetical, the large furniture is not meant for a studio, but this was supposed to be a pied-à-terre or sold, but my husband became ill, so I can't decide what to do. Whole story in there. there. I mean, there's there's so much going on here. So many stories upon stories and subplots. Okay, wait. Complication number three. I used to keep silk coverlet and down blanket and top sheet folded at the foot of the bed, just showing the bottom sheet and sleeping on bottom sheet on a blanket with a quilt to avoid laundering and making bed a real chore. I want my bed to look beautiful if people come. I often use the bed to do paperwork. Am I ruining my quilted silk coverlet by lying on it even with a blanket and pad on top? Should I just go back to folding everything at the foot of the bed and just sleep on blanket on top of bottom sheet? Must silk quilt have a duvet? You don't want to get them dirty. I could get acetate satin duvet for it. I always thought beautiful quilts should have a duvet. 
yes, I could get rid of 22-inch thick pillow top mattress and get a normal size mattress. The huge mattress is now about 13 years old, but in excellent shape and so comfy, but weighs a ton. Long email, sorry. Love the bed to look beautiful, but I do use the bed during the day. Bad back. And I don't want to ruin very expensive bed coverings. Help! I really need advice. If I had a separate bedroom, I'd think it's okay not to make your bed every day. Waste of time. But mine is always visible. The twist at the end, like, destroyed me. That she was like, I actually think making the bed is a waste of time. Yeah. Like, after all that, I was like... <laughs> You have the most complicated bed in the whole wide world. Yeah, I think when I analyze this, and I reread this several times, yes. but I think we have a few series of sort of concentric, like Russian nesting doll problems. Yes, I um, agree. I would put the very top one being you've got a studio apartment, which means the bed is present, and like that creates a set of sort of considerations when it comes to your bed and the way it exists in your world, because it's always in your world. It can't not be in your world when right. you're at home. Then on top of that, her preference for sort of a dramatic looking bed versus the way she sleeps presents a whole series of kind of trade-offs and complications. And on top of that, how each piece of that very complex bed functions in terms of the way it looks and the functionality of how she sleeps are all kind of at odds. So there's like a lot of reconciling to do here. Yes. You you distilled that so perfectly i'm like i'm in awe of how well you just distilled the problems there like i couldn't have i couldn't have untangled it as much I, as you did i've been studying it in like if then logical form like i could have <laughs> diagrammed it as i was studying this and trying to understand what we were going to talk about that i like had like charts and like strings <laughs> drawn across the board and i was like where's the sham <laughs> So I think I've I think I've got her bed down. Yes, now. I think you do too. But I think you like hit on something actually really important too that like she clearly has this preference for this like very like rococo yeah. bedding but also thinks that making the bed is a waste of time. Like it's a, those two things just like do not go together in my mind at all. Like it's a real it's a real um yeah, it's a real conundrum. It she, is a she's real got conundrum. some real some real bedding yeah. dilemmas to sort through. She really does. And we're we're gonna we're gonna help her sort through them. Um and, and you know, as I said, like kind of kind of talk about just different ways and approaches to making the bed. Um I think this is probably a good time for us to take a quick break before we dive into it though. Yeah. because uh, that was a lot. Let's all process. Yeah. Uh draw your diagram <clears throat> of Ruth's bed. Yes, you in your own mind yeah. or on actual paper. Um Diagram Ruth's bed, and then Maureen and I will be right back with more about your bedding in Ruth's bed. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. I'm joined by Maureen O'Connor. We've been talking about beds. Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, all right. Wow. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Ruth's bed. <sighs> Maureen, because she is a planner and smarter than me, 
has very helpfully distilled the questions and she is going to help me stay on track to make sure that I answer them all. Yes. Um, I do want to say this before we get into them, though. There is no right answer. Mm-hmm. There is no right answer. So I'm going to talk about what I think probably the best option for Ruth is. But Ruth also should feel free to toss out any of this advice and yeah. do what's best for Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the advice I actually want to take. I want to give to all of you guys vis-a-vis your betting. So, like, let me give you that Ruth didn't have this one question, but this is one I get all the time. Is the cover supposed to go over the pillows or mm. are the pillows supposed to go over the cover? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whatever you like. And there are some reasons why you might choose one option or the other. Like, if you have pets, mm-hmm. probably want to have a bed set up where the cover is going over the pillows. So that your pets aren't putting their butts on your yeah. pillow mm-hmm. during the day when you're not home. Because <laughs> you, uh, know you know they're trying. Yes. <laughs> um, Even if they pretend not to, the minute you're gone, they're putting their butts everywhere. Beloved friends of the show, Josh Gondelman and Maris Kreisman, have a strict rule with their dog, Busy. Mm-hmm. No assholes on the pillows. Yeah. And it's a great rule. But you don't know what Busy is doing when she's alone. Well, they make their bed in such a way that... Exactly. Yeah. So, you prevent it. You yeah. can't trust her to make that that commitment. Yeah. You got you to figure it out. Exactly. Create the world where she can't do that. That's right. Exactly. And jo- so I should say also, Josh um, Josh told me that on last year's Le Mob episode. So uh, Maureen was the 2016 Le Mob guest mm-hmm. and Josh was the 2018 Le Mob mm-hmm. guest. Um, and <laughs> uh, hilariously slash heartbreakingly, the 2017 app is seems to be gone. Oh, no. I did not do this. I may be back, but, like, oh. I, I went to look for it. And because that was an episode where I talked a lot about my feet needing to roll free. Oh. Um, and the and the and the like perils of being a tall person in mm. the in the tightly tucked bed, and it was like, <laughs> nope, sorry. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with it. Um, so, but yeah, if you guys want to go back and listen to the Josh episode, that was a really really fun one. Um, okay, so that's like one consideration with the pillow thing. Then mm-hmm. also, like if you just prefer the look, or if it's just easier to make the bed, pull the covers up, throw the pillows on top, and that's done. Fine. I actually leave my pillows exposed because. One, it's easier, but two, I have, um, I have like monogram shams, and I, mm. and well, one set's monogram, one set isn't, um, that match my duvet. So, like, that's the decorative the look. look. Yeah, that's the decorative look. So, um, yeah, no, no right or wrong answer. Um, good reasons for one choice or another, but no right or wrong answer. Okay, so let us get into the main Ruth question. Wait, I want to ask a really quick question. Yes, of course you may. Do you think consistency in the one way one makes a bed is useful or relevant or does it even matter? Um, oh gosh, that is a really good question. I think it's probably useful in that um, you know, I have this thing about like the more often you make the bed, the easier and faster it becomes mm-hmm. to make the bed. Um, partly because you're basically training up like your muscle memory and you're yeah. creating just like uh, like a one, two, three system of like how the bed gets made. And so, of course, that's going to speed it up. Um, so if you're making it the same way every day, yeah. your your process is going to be, uh, you're going to hone your process. And then it becomes a thing where like you're showering and you're just doing everything and then your mind can roam free while you're doing the thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like, I get that. Yeah, it's like meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Completely. Um, 
Okay. So, Ruth. uh, Ruth. All right. Let's, let's start with the, the, the main, the main Ruth question. Mm-hmm. As you see it, is the main Ruth question the silk coverlet and whether or not she's going to yeah. ruin it? I, I think that, that's her key question. And then I see a series of sort of radiating ripples. Okay. Perfect. Radiating from that question. Okay. Perfect. So let me, let me answer that, uh, in two parts. First of all, the, practically speaking in terms of the way that you're using it sitting on it um in in your outdoor clothes so you know our our daytime outdoor clothes tend to be um heavier duty fabrics and fibers than our night clothes are mm-hmm. um will cause more wear and tear and also just just sitting on it will cause more wear and tear um it also will transfer if you've been wearing the clothes outside and you come in and you sit down in the bed, it's going to transfer grime. Um, and so those are just some things that you want to think about in terms of, um, you know, whether or not you sit on the bed in your in your like outdoor clothes. Mm-hmm. And there are some people there was an article, I think it was in Cosmo a couple years ago that was like, please do not sit on my bed in your outdoor clothes. And I have to say, I kind of I kind of feel, feel that. that? Huh. Um, and um like and I and I try to like not get crazy about it, but like when I have guys over and they like plop on my bed in their jeans, I'm like, uh, where have your jeans been? <laughs> like I have white bedding. Like this isn't this is. <laughs> I have real mixed feelings about this. Now I'm trying to remember. I believe it was Miss Manners once took a question about this, and as a woman who's very precious, that she's like, now that it is my marital bed, I don't want anyone besmirching my marital bed or touching it. Now that I like have sex in that bed. Which I feel oh, that I'm like, hilarious. I can see being like, I, don't I, wanna, I get it as the guest. That's your thought that you're like, did they just fuck on this? I don't know if I want to. But I also think that it gets really tricky in a situation like, say, a studio apartment, because where is your guest going to sit? Right. Where is your guest going to sit? I mean, exactly. or like, it's hard to expect them that there's, you know, two tiny chairs. It's hard for them to know which surface they're supposed to be sitting right. on. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I just considerations I, about consi- outdoor clothes and outdoor people, right? Consideration that yeah, it's just going to transfer dirt, grime, and you know, in the case of like if you have indigo jeans, like indigo dye is notorious mm-hmm. for rubbing off on onto fabrics. So like you want to take all that stuff into consideration. So with that said, um, I I still, however, think it is fine to sit on your beautiful beautiful coverlet mm-hmm. because I think you should use your good things. Yes, I agree with this. I think you should use your good things. And if using your good things means sitting on the bed in the daytime because you have a bad back, yeah. then that's the way you're using your things. Yeah. I'm also going to say something, and I don't mean to sound morbid. Oh, God. But I think it's important to say this like, because it goes hand in hand with using your things. Life is short. Yes. And in the case of Ruth, her husband is ill. And I don't know the nature of that illness. And I don't know their age. It sounds like they are an older couple from the, the details I was able to pick up from the from the note. And I don't I don't I don't know. I cer- I certainly hope not. Uh, but I don't know if this illness that her husband is suffering from is something that is going to lead to his death. And, but I kind of got, oh my goodness, maybe that feeling. And so I want to like really drive home again 
Life is short, Ruth. If you and your husband are in this pieta terre that you didn't plan to be in, mm-hmm. and your bed and your bedding is beautiful and it makes you happy, use it and enjoy it. Life is short. Yes. Don't preserve it for some future because it's also likely that whether or not the illness is terminal or not, that at the end of the road with the illness, whichever whichever way it goes, you may want new bedding. It may remind you of a time when he was ill and convalescing mm-hmm. and you may want to replace it. So use it. Use it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my that's my first thing. The other thing that I'm going to go ahead and say about this this silk coverlet in particular is that I actually think it may be maybe not a bad idea and not la- not wildly labor intensive to fold it halfway down the bed during the day when she's going to be on the bed. Yeah. Like yes. if she's doing paperwork on yeah, her bed. Exactly. Yeah. Um I've so had that- way too many times when like I accidentally get a pen mark on the bed and yeah. like that's drag. Yeah. It's a drag. And especially it's a real drag with silk because treating silk is so temperamental mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. So, so I would just say that. And also I do think like if you're, um, if you're doing paperwork and you're using a pen, um, try to stick with ballpoint rather than ink uh, or what it's like fountain, fountain ink. Yeah. yeah. Um, just cause it is easier to get, um, ballpoint doesn't spread. Yeah. Um, so just, you might, you might want to make some behavioral changes, to accommodate the fact that, like, you're pretty likely to have a pen accident on the beautiful silk. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that's that. Okay. So did, that, did I answer the first question? Yes. Okay. What now? Now let's, like, Russian doll this out. Yes. And I don't mean the TV show movie. Yeah. I haven't actually watched it. I haven't it. either. I hear it's great. Honestly, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But anyway. I just keep seeing it on Twitter. <laughs> You know, I was kind of like, whatever. And then somebody was like, the thing I hate about that show is that, like, the apartments are so unrealistically huge and gorgeous in New York City. And then I was like, wait, there's real estate porn? Now I want to watch it. Ooh, unrealistic apartment buildings downtown? Let me see. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. I bet they have silk coverlets. Anyways. I bet they do. I bet they do. Okay. So where, what are our other questions that we've got going on here? We've got, we've got, okay. So then we've got the question of this bed is very hard to make because of this heavy mattress. Yes. Kind of thing. So I have two suggestions for this. Yes. I think you keep the mattress. I think you, I think your preference always should be sleep on the most comfortable mattress you can. That should like trump everything. Yes. And like work around how good the mattress feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, again, life is short. Like, Uh sleep on the comfy mattress, for crying out loud. Um, I think that she should go top sheetless. What? Oh, wait, no, top sheet. Top sheet, not bottom sheet. But she's got the heavy mattress, and then on top of that is the 22-inch pillow top, right? Yes. Those are two separate things. So, yeah, it's a mattress. Heavy mattress, and then on top top is the pillow top. Fitted sheet goes over that. Yeah, so she's got probably a pretty deep fitted right. sheet. Fitted All sheet right. goes over that. Top sheet goes over that. Yes. So the thing is, is that once you've got the fitted sheet on there. Yeah. To make the bed on the daily, all you're doing is kind of like pulling it taut and, and just like retucking yeah. it with your little pot. So you don't need to lift the mattress up for that. Yes. Where you do have to start lifting a mattress is to retuck that top sheet. Yes, there we and are. And I'm not saying this because I'm a top sheet denier. Because I know some people love their top sheet. And I, mm-hmm. if you love your top sheet, keep your top sheet. I'm not 
coming for your top sheets by any stretch of the imagination. I personally don't like one, so I don't use it. But if you like it, keep. I know I keep saying I know I'm a broken record, mm-hmm. but like every year, people people are like hysterical over this. I'm like, I don't know how many more ways to say you do you with your bed. Yeah. Um. But I think that in this case, there's actually a very practical reason for her to ditch the top sheet. And that is that retucking it is a bear for her because the mattress is so heavy. So if you yeah. if you if you take that away, it's fine. The other thing is we already know that she's got like seven other blankets in between her and the fancy coverlet. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to be s- sweating and body soiling onto the coverlet in her yes. sleep. So that's not a consideration either because that's one of the reasons that you might want a top sheet as a barrier between your body mm-hmm. And the covers that you that don't get laundered very often. Now, yes. sidebar for those of you who are new and have not heard me say this. I do not need a top sheet to protect my body soils because I have a launderable duvet cover on a duvet yes. that I wash every single week. So the duvet cover for me takes the place of the top sheet. And it sounds like the labor of getting the duvet on and off, which is a somewhat laborious process oh, yeah that makes people wild but muscle memory that sounds less laborious than lifting this very heavy mattress that is bothering her especially you got a bad back like duvets you know it's light you can deal that right but the other thing is she has blankets she's like yeah. so she can just wash a blanket that's true the every cotton week. blanket although yeah. i really think though that if she wants to just sleep in you know washable silk stuff if that just feels nice then like she should just do washable silk duvets that's what i think yeah yeah yeah, exactly. I think she can use the cotton blanket if she wants to, but if the silk feels best, like just do your washable silk thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Gentle cycle. But cold if she's water. doing the cotton, she can also just throw that in the in the Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now one suggestion to make if and this actually came up last week when Megan Collins was here, because she has a bed in in sort of an alcove mm-hmm. corner thing. So one side of it is shoved up to the against the wall. Yeah. And she was like, It's really hard to make. And I was like, one tip for this is to purchase covers that are one size smaller than the bed you have because you're you have you basically have one side that has no overhang of bedding Mm. because it's up against the wall and so if you if you're buying one size down then you can overhang on one side and the edge of the blanket will just go right up to the edge of the wall and mattress and you don't have to worry about tucking it so that may work for ruth's cover that she needs that's mm-hmm. going to take the place of her top sheet yes is buying something in queen or full mm-hmm. rather than king that's a good point yeah. unless she likes to be tucked in like a little burrito and then you just got a whole other thing going on i don't think she does though i don't think she does either I don't it sounds like she likes a little bit of freedom yeah i think that's so. why she's kind of making and unmaking the bed all i the think time. so i think so now the other thing is if you do like if you do like to be swaddled uh, you can, even without a tight tuck, mm-hmm. do the separate blankets thing where you have one twin size blanket that's just yours that you can literally like yeah. literally burrito yourself. You roll yeah. yourself up in it. So all options, a lot of options out there. I'm just saying, just saying you guys options There are options in this yes. world. Um, and I think actually people know about this. I think you and I have talked about this on the show mm-hmm. before. Um, I've definitely written about it that I have, um, so I have a queen size bed with a queen size duvet uh, and duvet cover of it and, and no top sheet, bottom sheet. And then at the foot of the bed, I have a, a 
lightweight twin size comforter that's in a also in a duvet cover because <laughs> uh monster jolie over here uh has a little bit of a tendency to be a mm-hmm, cover hog and because there's no top sheet <laughs> like, you gotta have your separate pull away keeping, keeping me honest i can sort of end up rolling myself into the full queen size duvet in the course <laughs> of the night and leaving like my poor shivering partner Yes. Just out in the cold. Uh, so there's the, the extra blanket um, down at the foot of the bed for in case I do that. Um, and also, I have to say, like, I, I think it's pretty clear I'm not great at relationships, you guys. Um, I, I, I find that sleeping wise, separate blankets um, gives me a little feeling of independence that I need. Separate blanket, like, it's or humane. just extra blanket that can separate can really save relationships, I gotta say. Yeah. Because both people being able to, like, rest and rest in the way they want to rest changes everything. Not forcing upon, you know. Yes. Conforming to someone else's sleep habits can be rough. Yes. And you know what? It's not actually the deal breaker that we often treat it as. Mm-hmm. There are ways. There are ways. And the separation of the blankets is the first step. It is the first step. And I think it's really important. And, like... I have not talked about it on this show in a long time and I haven't written about it in a long time and I'm so glad that it's come up because like I really want to hammer home that it is an option to have separate blankets. Absolutely. I think a lot of people just don't think it is. Like you have this idea of the way a couple is supposed to sleep. Yeah. And And the way a bed is supposed to be made. (laughs) Right. But also you can have them stacked on top of one another as it sounds like Ruth is doing with her two duvets plus coverlet plus cotton blanket sometimes. And you can have them stacked up that way, but then you just have the option of slipping apart in the in the sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is very nice. It gives you all the options and, you know, you've got the, yeah. Yeah. Um, are there other questions that Ruth had? Oh, the blankets and the duvets. Yeah. She said, I feel like a nice blanket should have a duvet on it. I, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. Um, I feel like if it's a nice blanket, you're meant to display it as it is yeah so i have a silk quilt which i think should have a duvet cover i don't think so but i'm afraid to use it i think it depends on the nature of i think if you're afraid to use it you shouldn't have it you again it goes back to use your good things use it if this quilt is completely unwashable then maybe that's a situation that you use a top sheet but like but also, why don't buy bedding that's unwashable? No, yeah, I think that if washing it is so laborious and difficult, then maybe you put that on top so it doesn't touch you, or you—I don't know. That's like when you have a guest over, you put out the pretty quilt because they're going to see it because you—you know, yeah, you have a studio apartment. But yeah, I'm really of the opinion that um, having nice sheets is really nice. Like it feels nice. It makes you feel kind of luxurious. It looks nice in your bedroom. But also, like, the sheet should be affordable enough that if it gets ruined, you can move on. Or, you know, you yeah. you can put the effort in to wash it, but if your washing isn't going right, yeah. you can't be so afraid I think you, of your sheets that you I, can't, you know. Yeah. I think the thing is... You is have that a I, meltdown when you have your period. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, I Which also, sidebar... You told that story in the 2016 La Mob episode oh. about the like, like massive. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't tell that story. No one listened to that. 
Yeah, that's real. <laughs> it's real. You just get on uh, your bed. I mean, that happens. It happens. It happens. Um, I think, but you make like such a good point. I think when it comes to betting, you do want to take into consideration a some. You you want to have at least a somewhat equal marriage of form and function. Yes. I think it's really important. Like have beautiful bedding, but don't have bedding that's so impractical that you never use it. Cause then why have it if you're mm-hmm. not going to use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a rough, it's a difficult balance. Cause it I is. will say once you get the nicer sheets, then you're like, Oh my God, I need these beautiful high thread count sheets. It feels so nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once you feel the good stuff, it's hard to go back. It's hard to go back. Yeah. But if the good stuff is really breaking your bank once a month when you have your period, then like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. Or stressing you out when you're like, do I need to remake the bed every time I go to sleep? My God, just don't do that to yourself. Right. Find a better solution. Form and function. Marry form and function when it comes to your beds. Yes. Okay. I think we answered all her questions. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I answered all her questions? I think so. Okay. I'm really intrigued by the fact that all of her questions regarding these like beautiful sheets were all about the quilts and sheet. And for me, when I have the nice sheets and the nice stuff, it's actually the pillowcase that makes me crazy because that's where like, I don't know, you go to sleep without getting all of your mascara off and like that's, you know, like, oh, the oxy- pillowcase is the part that really like OxyClean Max makes and breaks spray. me. Yes. I, um, for no reason in particular was face down on my almost brand new pillowcases with a full face of makeup on. Mm -hmm. And when I came to, so to speak, (laughs) (laughs) there was just, there was a Your whole face was there. (laughs) It's like a portrait of Jolie right there on my almost brand new pillowcase. And Oxy completely got rid of it? Maureen, it got rid of it. Before I even put the things in the wash. Do you do it though like spray. day of? You woke up and you're like spray right now. Go girl, to the wash. Girl. No. I what? Passed out. I. Okay. I mean I got. How a, much time passed between when you saw your face on the pillowcase. 12 and hours. sprayed it down. 12 hours. Okay. So I got my face on the pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> I bid my guests farewell. The, the case of the face case. <laughs> I washed up for bed. Yeah. I poured myself into bed. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, and I knew it had yeah. happened, but I was just like, I whatever. mean, whatever. I was. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Whatever. I need to sleep it off. Um, and so the next morning I was like, oh, God. I'm such a mess. Um, and I was going to wash the sheets that day anyway. So yeah. I, I I, had this bottle. So you guys, it's the OxyClean Max Force Spray. Spray. This is the stuff you need. Mm. I have this bottle and I keep it behind my um, my ham- laundry hamper yeah. where I keep all my stain treatments so that they're right, like, handy. Ah. Um, I pulled the pillowcases off the pillow. I, I, I had no hope for this working. Yeah. Um, I was just like, it's just right here and I'm going to try it. And I was a little hungover. Um, and so I sprayed it on the stains and I rubbed the fabric against it, against itself mm-hmm. and poof, gone. So you did that. And then obviously and you happened I, to be doing your wash. And like, then obviously, I wa- yeah, then obviously I washed the pillowcases cause I was okay. doing laundry and also they had like, 
you know, laundry pretreatment all over them. So here's a question. Yeah, came right Say out. this happens to my pillowcase, but laundry day isn't for several more days. Uh, just do do that and then just do the treatment. The so I do the little like rub it together spray and then I throw it in the hamper and it can sit in the hamper for yeah a minute. No yeah. The other thing you can How do- How long can it sit in the hamper that way? I mean, for what? what well, if I'm what? at the beginning of my wash cycle and I only wash like once a month. That's fine. That's fine. But the other thing you can do is if you get the stains on the pillows and you're not ready to, you're like, oh, I just put these pillowcases on two days ago. I don't want to have to do a whole other round of wash. Yeah. You can, um, you can spray a little bit of the spray right on it and then just, um, scrubbing it with a light color, like a damp light colored, damp, not wet, you guys, uh, <laughs> Little Jolie Chestnut um, rag, yeah. Because then I'll take it off, but also it will remove the um, the stain treatment, and then I'll just dry it. It's fine. Hmm. Yeah, this is it's good a to know. Miracle worker, that stuff. You know, it's really silly because it never occurred to me that I should keep the stain treatments next to the hamper, not like under the kitchen sink right? or by the laundry stuff. Because actually, there is an extra step of treating my stains, which is also why the stains set. Cause then I'm like, ugh, right. Well, then I'll you grab pick... it and I'll yank it out when I do the laundry. Right. You have to pick through the laundry to find the stains. Like what if you don't remember that something was stained? Yeah. Like if you pre-treat it before, or that I'll like, it's done. Yeah. Or I set it out and then I'm like, oh, okay, I walk it over to the kitchen and then I forget. And I've got a pillowcase in my kitchen, you know, like that'll happen. Things get chaotic. Yeah. That'll happen. Lose track. Yeah. And then I forgot to bring it back and put it in the laundry. Right. There's a lot of steps. The right. more steps, the worse it is. Yes, of course. Which I mean, is also the nature of bed making. I'd yeah, say. we also want to like streamline things. We want to, you know, we want to like do things as, as like efficiently as we can. Stain treatments by the hamper. Stain treatments game. by the hamper. Tiny little game changers. Yep. Love it. So right now I have behind my hamper, I have the OxyClean Max Force. I have a bottle of hydrogen peroxide because great for blood stains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my little spray bottle of water for. Uh, that I spritz the sheets within the or the duvet in the morning to de-wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm out of right now. I'm they're on their way from Amazon. I had to reorder my Zout and my KKSSR, which is crud cutter sport stain remover. Ah. Both Zout and KKSSR are excellent enzymatics yeah you don't need both you can do one or the other yeah, what's the difference between the two not not functionally really nothing yeah. um you don't need both it was just that i was ordering from amazon yeah. and i was like i'm just gonna stock up on both yeah. wet while i'm doing this all at once and then i just have them the last the mm-hmm. bottles will last me for like wow i was gonna say two years but it sort of depends, <laughs> <laughs> depends on my dating life uh, <laughs> i could go faster than that for sure um maureen i have one other crazy thing to tell you about i think you're gonna be really yeah. delighted by this okay um so Ruth's question put me in mind of this problem that people um have mentioned especially a lot this year with Lamab on twitter has come up mm-hmm. um your cover slipping off your bed oh or your sheets like your your fitted sheet or your or your, your um, flat sheet like not staying put yeah. On the bed. Like while you're sleeping or just like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like yeah, in the of course. Cl- yeah. Um, and like it's just annoying. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I my God. I hate that. I was like, oh, my God. I have to like tell the people about this is like finally my time. I don't you guys. I ha- I mean, I have to have written about this at some point. Mm. I feel like maybe at the hairpin, maybe at Jezebel, but like maybe not ever. You guys, I hand to God, my friend Mike was like, I never know if you're if you're making something up <laughs> to fuck with me or if this is a real product. He was like, you could just make things up and I would I would believe it 99% of the time. And here is what the product was that caused him 
to make this statement to me. You guys, I'm not hand to God. I am not making this up. You can Google it. Sheet suspenders exist in this world. Yeah. Sheet suspenders. Oh, you know about them. Okay. I'll <laughs> tell you why so, I like, know about them in one second, but you, you do your spiel. Yeah. So sheet suspenders, and they also make blanket suspenders. So basically, I mean, they really are. Like, yeah. I, I showed them to Mike this morning. I texted them to him, and I was like doing clean cast research. And he's like, it's like American Psycho for beds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, They, they literally look like suspenders because he wore oh, suspenders. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, what? Are they murderous? Got and, it. And maybe also because they're murderous. I mean, they also do look a little BDSM. When you I look at them, that. like, yeah, they're, they're a little... Well, that they go with the strap? Wait, no, explain where the yeah. strap goes. So the strap, for, for sheet straps, the, the strap, they, they clip on to the side of the sheet, and then they go um, in kind of like a Y, um, I was going to say motion, it's not motion, it's not pattern, Y shape, Y formation, Y formation, um, over the edge of the bed. So, so that's how they the work. around the corner of the bed. Around the corner of the bed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they also make blanket suspenders um and so like if you do find like if you've got especially if you've got something that's like silk or satin that's just a, a slippy naturally slippy material mm-hmm. um the the um sheet suspenders and blanket suspenders can just hold it in place while you sleep so just mention that there are a thing out there in the world and i thought you'd be really tickled by it um really great for like um you know especially if you've got like a, a rubber sheet that you need to keep down that like rolls oh. up that you're using for like Sex, play, bedwetting. Yeah, all those things. All those things. Um, yeah, I mean, there are lots of uses for them. So they exist in the world. You're looking up why you know this. I'm looking up. I'm trying so to vamp for you. This is kind of embarrassing that I can't find this. But I have a cousin who has um, a sheet suspender startup. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was looking because I can't remember its name. Um, oh, my God. That's amazing. He was well, making sheet suspenders specifically designed for um, dormitory extra long beds. So smart. So smart. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Give me the name, and we'll tweet it out when we tweet this episode out. Yeah, and... I don't know if it's up and running or not yet. Okay, he's, he's then... working on it. He's in business. He's an undergrad studying business, and so like his thing was that he's like, oh, I think my like, you know, my business project that I'm going to do is preventing all of our sheets from slipping off when we're using those extra long beds. And for whatever reason, he believes that the sort of the physics of the suspender sheet will work a little bit better. When sort of designed for that specific extra long bed. Perfect. But I'll find I love it, it and you can tweet it out. I'm going to ask him if they're up and yeah, running. Yeah, ask or not. him. And, it, and if not, tell him when it is up and running. Yeah. To come on the show with you and promote yeah. it and we'll talk about all I've this got stuff. The advocate yeah. right here. I think this is great. I love this. You guys, I'm not, though. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Maureen. Yeah. Wait, are they literally called bed suspenders when yes. you're like Googling suspenders. them or stuff? Sheet, sheet suspenders. suspenders. Yep. All right. Yeah. Maureen, Wait, his words, he was saying that you can put them on a fitted sheet, too, that they, you can have a specially yeah. sized one they go on that can sheets. go underneath the bed or, you know, yeah. you can use it for, for whatever element of the sheet that you yeah. want to be burritoed inside yeah. or that you just want to stay on the mattress. Maybe you want to be on top of it, but you just want it to stay. Yeah. They're That's all what, different ones. Yeah. They're all different styles for all different purposes. They exist in the world. Sheet suspender, blanket suspender is the keyword. I think I need some of those because it drives me crazy when the fitted sheet gets all wrinkled up and weird and you're trying to like straighten it out. You know what I mean? If yeah. Slipping off a little bit from the. Well, I mean, that's going to happen when you sleep. I, so yeah, I, it happens I just, to me all the time. I just retuck my bottom sheet and the yeah. more I pull it taut and retuck it. It takes five seconds to do that. It bugs me when I'm like in my bed. Oh, you know, like in, like in the night, then I'm like, oh, there's a wrinkle. Oh. And then you do the thing where you try to like like tighten it, but you're lying down you're on, on top it. of it, and you kind of try to like, like jump up like a little flopping fish so you can straighten it. Is that? It, it's basically the moment of 
this is really a very specific thing. But when I'm like restless I know and not exactly sleeping well, and, you know, you flip your pillow over and you get to the cool side of the pillowcase. You smooth yeah. the pillowcase. Smoothing the you sheet underneath you is hard. It is hard. I think you need a sheet suspender. I think I need a sheet suspender. I think suspender. also I'm going to make fun of you because I said in the 2016 episode, I was like, you are a difficult guest yeah. because controlling you is hard. I just tried to end this show. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I had like the perfect ending note. I'm so I was like, sorry. I was like on this happy note of like your cousin and and his great idea. Oh no, we can end that. We can end that no, right there. I know because it I is a great idea. And no, I no, because I, I didn't need... do the outro. But now I'm going to do the outro. I need his product. Yeah. Maureen, thanks for coming back. Thank you. For I missed you. Me. I miss seeing you behind this mic. I hope you'll come back more often. Yes. We have a special episode coming up pretty soon mm. with you and two oh, other yeah. very special guests. Um. So I know I will see you soon. Yes. Uh, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on ACAST, Spotify, or iTunes. Leave a rating. You guys, the ratings are really important. If you don't have money to throw the show, toss me a rating and a review. Uh, tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. That is also really important. If every single one of you recommended the show to a friend... I would double my audience. I'm going to recommend it to my cousin. Yeah. This time. Please do. Yeah. Um, But also, thank you guys so much for listening to this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.